Welcome to episode 164 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Last week on November the 20th, I went to Beijing, China for a very short business trip with my day job. And I planned to be there for an extra day uh, on Saturday. And, you know, basically the people that I was visiting there had kindly agreed to take me and my boss sightseeing. And we were planning to go to the Great Wall, the Forbidden City, and one other place that I forget. Um, But, you know, our original plan was to leave quite early so that we wouldn't be rushed and, you know, uh, everything was going to be relatively relaxed. It was always going to be one of those days where I was not going to be able to focus totally on photography um, just because, you know, I was with totally um, non-photography fanatic friends. Um, But, you know... I didn't foresee what happened. Actually, um, on the Friday around lunchtime, my my boss got a kidney stone attack and uh, we ended up spending half the day until sort of, I think it was around nine o'clock at night um, in ambulances and uh, in an old Beijing hospital. And that was a total experience in itself. Uh, You know, we, but when we got back to the hotel, we started to try to change the flight plan so that we could leave on Saturday um, instead of uh, the Sunday when we planned to go back. And when I went to his room at 8am on the Saturday morning, uh, he was much better and you know it seemed he'd passed the stone. And we decided uh, to go to the wall anyway, but this meant that you know, we'd already, it was already late. Um, you know, there was no chance of getting up uh, any earlier, which it was after the fact. So we, um, you know, we, we weren't going to get out as early as we'd hoped, but, or as early as I'd hoped. Um, but you know, it was like t- after after 10 a.m. when we left the hotel, um, so we were we were going to be even more rushed than uh, than I'd originally thought. Uh, either way, though, I was I was never going to have lots of time for photography, as I say. Um, a party of four and just one person with with a, a camera and the, and the desire to to be slow and take methodical photographs never really works. Um, you know, I was prepared to do some sort of snappy shooting and it just ended up being a little bit more snappy than I'd, I'd thought. Uh, let's take a look at the results though in today's podcast. The Great Wall is about an hour and a half from the hotel in Beijing, uh, having stopped to refuel and grab some water, etc., as we were going uh, to try to get back in time to visit the Forbidden City uh, as well, um, we drove to where there was a cable car that you can ride to one of the highest points on the wall. And then we planned to walk back down. Uh, actually, it was we were going to be ascending for a while, but then we were going to walk back down and uh, along the wall uh, back towards where we'd parked. Shortly before noon, I shot image number 1987. You can see that there was a lot of haze, and actually, uh, this is even after. It's the lot. It's the result of a lot of messing around with the curves and applying a a neutral density filter on the top half of the shot in Lightroom. In reality, the scene was almost totally white above the wall. Um, I'm I'm relatively happy with the results, as we can see a nice sort of section of the wall, and then follow it as it winds off into the hazy mountains to the right there. Um. I quite like the layered effect uh, as the mountains sort of drop up into the distance too, each one getting slightly paler. I probably 
don't need to tell you this though, but to start off, um, I, you know, I should also mention a few facts about the wall itself. Um, the Great Wall was built apparently uh, between the 6th century BC and the 16th century. Uh, so, you know, we're talking, what, 2000, around 2000 years there. And it was basically to protect the northern borders of the, uh, the Chinese Empire. Apparently there were several walls, uh, but the most famous one, um, which was actually much further north than the current wall, was built um, between 2000, sorry, 220 and 200 BC by the first emperor of China. And I'm not sure if I'm spelling this right, but uh, Qin Shi Huang. And this, um, you know, this, this uh, little of that original wall there actually remains today. I, I'm, I'm reading really from, uh, from Wikipedia here. And the, the current wall was, uh, was built in the Ming Dynasty. The Great Wall stretches for over 6,400 kilometers or about 4,000 miles from Shanghai Wan uh, in the, um, the east of Lopnur. I, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing these words correctly. I'm sure someone will correct me um, in the forum if I'm not. Um, and that's basically along this, the southern edge of Inner Mongolia. And at its peak, the Ming Wall was guarded by more than one million men. It's been estimated that uh, somewhere in the range of two to three million Chinese died over the centuries um, that it took to build the wall. And, the, you know, like I say, this is straight out of Wikipedia, so I'm not going to go into any more detail, but I will put a link in the show notes um, or just, you know, search for the Great Wall in Wikipedia and take a look if you want, uh, you know, if you're interested in take it, checking out a little bit more detail. I shot this... Um, this particular image with my 70 to 200 millimeter f 2.8 IS that lens, and I shot it at the wide end uh, with an aperture of f 8 for one two hundredth of a second, and the ISO was set to 100. I was in manual mode as usual, but the meter was reading high. I had to compensate for the very bright and white sky to keep the foreground exposed correctly. The camera's meter would have exposed uh, the foreground very dark, you know, say if I was in aperture priority mode and didn't do any compensation. The foreground would have been very dark um, if I'd framed and, you know, exposed as we see the image here. And, you know, I was basically, um, I was conscious that I was going to need to keep the sky bright to, um, you know, actually to save the foreground to stop it from going too dark. Um, but I was also conscious in keeping the, the sky from clipping. So I kept my eye on the histogram and I only allowed the very top left to clip. Um, and that basically what, what that means is that the histogram, the graph on the histogram was, uh, was touching the right shoulder. And because, you know, when you, when you see highlights that are blown out, you get that little black and white flash in there. Um, so I could see that the top left was, was clipping. Um, but that meant that I had enough detail in the layered mountains to be able to bring it back out and have some detail like this um, in post-processing. The next image is number 1986, and this is one of my favorites. It's a little bit of a, coast, a roller coaster ride, really, due to the perspective. I basically shot three images horizontally at 70 millimeters, again with the 70 to 200 millimeter lens, and I stitched them together later in Photoshop. As I said, you know, I was rushing fiercely. I actually had shot the first image when I decided to do a, a panorama. 
and I just moved across and shot the two more. Had I planned to do a panorama, I'd probably have turned the camera up vertically and shot four frames or so. Uh, be- because um, it was an afterthought, though, I just you know I had I just sort of rushed it <laughs> terribly, um, and I actually had to crop off more of the bottom of the image than I would have liked. But you know I think the tight crop along the bottom has actually helped to increase the drama and really sort of make us feel that this is all sort of coming down on us, kind of like uh, sitting at the bottom of a water slide with a hundred people coming towards us at full speed. I also like the golden colour and the texture of the grass and the brush on the left uh, of the shot. And it has an almost HDR effect, uh, despite this being just a straight shot. The only thing that I should note, um, possibly, that would have have made this uh, look the way it did um, apart from the light, of course, just coming in at, at a pretty acute angle there. Uh, but the only thing there that that was out of the ordinary and really becoming less so all the time is that I was using highlight tone uh, priority to stop the sky from blowing out in some of the shots. And not so much in this one, uh, but I'd left it on as I was fighting time and didn't want to spend uh, much time switching modes and that. So I was in, um, I, I was using ISO 200 because of that, and... Uh, you know, the, that basically gave me a shutter speed of one uh, one one hundred and twentieth. Hang on, one one hundred and twenty fifth of a second at f eleven. Note that uh, once I'd focused, uh, you know, around halfway up the shot on the people in the foreground, I didn't refocus um, for you know the the center and left image that made up the panorama. If you refocus when shooting images to stitch together, that causes problems during the stitching. Since uh, using the, since you know, since I started to use the back focus button on the uh, the the 1DS, um, you know, focusing for these sort of things is is simply a case of just not hitting the button again, um, because you know, once you remove your thumb from that AF foc- that uh, AF button, you uh, you basically aren't going to do anything else, whether you totally release the shutter or not. But if you focus with the shutter release button, then just make sure that you keep the button half pressed as you move through the scene, shooting your, you know, your second, third, and fourth, and so on images uh, that you're going to use to make up the panorama. The wall is intersected with towers or turrets, I guess, uh, every so often, and you aren't you aren't allowed into all of them, but some of them are kind of open, and you walk through them. Um, you know, others you actually have to go through stairs, and you know, off and sort of around a path and then back up on the other side of the turrets. But some of them you're allowed to actually walk into. And they have windows on the side from which we can peer out and, you know, look onto the side of the wall. And that's what I did when I shot image number 1984. You can see here that I've composed this with the wall running right up to the left, uh, the top left side of the image which I think helps to give us a feeling of the wall being so really high, despite the fact that I'm actually very close to the, the top of the wall at this point. When, re, when I viewed um, the image full size, you know, you, I, I was you know, pleased to see uh, that you can actually see some very nice uh, detail in the, the top of the wall with the, the people nicely explo- exposed. Uh, you know, slightly silhouetted at some points, but the wall itself, you know, the very the focal point of, it, especially of a large print, um, is is nicely exposed. 
And, you know, this is another one of those, though, in which I had to deal with a very bright sky, totally washed out in reality, um, similar to the first shot that we looked at, um, where I, you know, I mentioned earlier that I exposed for the sky. But allowing the the brightest part of the, the sky, again here at the very top left, to blow out slightly with the intention of bringing it down later in Lightroom. And also then, you know, you, you just bring some shades of grey into the layers of the mountains again. Exposing for the sky, though, meant that I had to underexpose uh, this side of the wall for this shot, which I had to bring out um, in Lightroom with the fill light slider. And that can really help to lighten up the shadows considerably. But if you go too far, you know, you'll end up with some, some grain in there, uh, which you might not want. Uh, but definitely, you know, having these 14-bit RAW files to play with really helps and you know the same goes for the recovery slider there's an amazing amount of detail in the the um the highlights of these big raw files that you know probably wouldn't have been possible to bring out in 12-bit uh, or at least even you know earlier 12-bit uh, raw files so i'm really enjoying sort of you know getting used to being able to bring out more detail in the deep shadows and the the highlights with using these 14-bit files you can almost sort of count on being able to bring out the details of these highlights if necessary and open up the dynamic range of the shot quite a bit. For this, I was shooting at f11 still for 1 320th of a second, again with uh, ISO 200. And I was, um, I was shooting with the 24 to 70 millimeter f2.8 lens at this point. In image 1983, with the crowds not as bad as before, I played on the fact that this is a wall and included a large section of bricks uh, that it's built with, obviously. Again, a very quick decision to shoot this, uh, very much thinking on my feet as, as I was grabbing these shots. I shot about four frames here before rushing on, and the, the ones after this, there was two after this, I think, that had a young girl... Um, with bright pink trousers on coming into the shot and when I shot this I was thinking that that was the one um, I'd actually saw her coming in the first shot had her coming into the frame and the second one she was walking directly down with who I think is probably her father um, but you know when I, I, I actually went with this one um, because of the more modern clothes that the two people on the right are wearing with the brown coloured coloured wall and you know the overall feel, I just keep getting the feeling that these shots look like they've come straight out of a 1970s travel brochure, uh, or maybe even a 1970s photography magazine, um, which I definitely mean in a negative sense. You know, so I basically went with the more modern look to try to reduce that feeling as much as possible. The little girl in the pink trousers, as cute as she was, was not going to help me to bring this into the 21st century. Note though that, um, you know, note how I composed this with the, the Great Wall winding off into the, the left of the shot at first and then, you know, after that first turret and then it, you, we can see it uh, going off over to the right and, you know, into the distance in the far right of the shot. To really sort of make sure that I, I got the maximum depth of field here so that we could see detail in all of that, I chose the aperture, I closed the aperture down to, um, to f16 and focused about a third of the way down the wall there in the, the foreground, probably to about just before, just in front of where the people in that, uh, you know, the person in the red and the person in the white coats are. 
this was kind of my rough attempt um, at a, you know to guess where hyperfocal distance would be. Um, as you can see, you know the wall is, is sharp right up to the the left of the frame, so I don't think it was a bad guess. Um, but you know, all, I also used the depth of field uh, preview button on the side of the lens uh, mount there to check that I was not too far off as I framed this uh, at f16. Um, you know, I I think I was I was about right there, um, and I that gave me a shutter speed of one one hundred and sixtieth of a second. And again, at ISO 200, still with the highlight priority turned on. As we were about to leave the wall and head back through the large courtyard and then uh, down uh, towards the car park, I saw a young lady sort of messing around for a photo. Um, and then I just snapped one of my own, which is image number 1981. Here I've shot the long shadow of the girl with her arms outstretched uh, for her own photo. I reduced the shutter speed slightly to 1 200th of a second here, firstly to stop the highlights from the wall from blowing out. Um, you know, I was looking right into a, a pretty bright scene here. Um, but also to give us a, a little bit of a silhouette look. And you know, with the shadows there, um, I, I didn't want to brighten them up at all, so I just sort of gave it one click. Just to, it was a very instinctive thing. Just one click to, um, you know, to to sort of slow things, uh, you know, to speed up the shutter and, and darken things down a little bit. Um, there's a tiny bit of green ghosting that we can see in the center and the foreground. Um, I'm not too worried about that. You know, it's I think we're used to seeing that in photographs. And I've cropped a little bit off the top of this where the sun was just totally blown out at the very top of the image and wasn't really adding anything. Um, so I removed that. But I just thought it was a kind of a fun shot, uh, you know, thanks to the pose of the young lady. As we passed through the courtyard um, that I just mentioned, I couldn't resist snapping image number 1980 with the Chinese flag there, very symbolic, and the Great Wall in the background. This is, it's a bit corny, and you know, I, I was really in two minds as whether to even upload it at all. But I figured it was a nice sort of patriotic reminder of the visit, and uh, a kind of a tribute to the Chinese people that built this amazing structure. For this, I was back with the 70-200mm lens at f16, and uh, down to, back down to 160th of a second, as the sun was to my back again. I'm not totally happy with these shots from the wall. You know, they're okay, um, but most feel more like a record of the visit than anything truly artistic. Um, I think you know, if I'd if I had more time here, I would definitely like to have um, been here at sunrise and then stayed maybe until sunset. Of course, if I was planning a private trip, I'd probably come in a better season. Maybe uh, when there's some flowers in the hills, um, or maybe even some autumn colour. In the winter, you know, a smattering of snow might be nice, uh, you know, totally sort of changing the look. Um, but I'm sure it would be pretty slippery up here in the snow. Um, you know, there are some parts of the wall that are very, very steep and, and not always stairs, sometimes just very steep and pretty smooth stones. To be honest, though, you know, with no, no disrespect, um, as beautiful as this place is, I'd say I probably wouldn't spend my own money to come here. You know, I'd probably, for myself, being more into you know nature and wildlife, um, I'd probably more be more likely to go to Africa or Antarctica or one of the other places that I'd really like to visit. 
still having had the opportunity to visit with um, my day job uh, it's you know it's still great and it's always best to try and shoot whatever we can and do you know i do quite like um, quite like the results just you know not they're not they're not amazing and nothing totally special about any of these uh, after this we sped back to the city um the guys that we were with we're hoping to get us uh, t- to to the Forbidden City before they close the gates to let you into the inner area. Um, and, you know, we were trying to get back there for 3.30. We actually arrived uh, closer to 4 p.m. and we couldn't get into the, the, the centre of the city itself. Um, there are plenty of photo opportunities in the outer area, though. And image uh, number... 1978 is an example. We can see a very young soldier standing against a mirror that looks as though it's been washed with a very dirty cloth. I'm pretty happy with this shot. The warm light towards the end of the day is nice and the angle of the light has emphasised how dirty that mirror is, which I, I think all works pretty well. If you look into the mirror, you can actually see the reflection of lots of people looking at the guard and many of them, like me, were taking pictures I shot this with the 70 to 200 millimeter and had the ISO at 200, probably still in highlight priority mode. Uh, I don't quite remember, but I think I might have been because of the you know the mirror and everything. Um, the aperture was set to f5.6 with a shutter speed of 1 60th of a second. I was at uh, 170 millimeters, so I was relying on the image stabilization a little here. In image number 1977, to the right of the last shot, uh, was a bunch of soldiers uh, kind of on a drill or on parade with a sergeant major or some a similar ranked uh, officer type, giving them sort of one last check before they turned up and they all ran off in an orderly fashion. Um, I was sort of, I actually, I, I caught them as they started to run off and, you know, they... It was a, a much better, much more dynamic shot, but there was actually a a basketball hoop that was um, just above them in this scene, and it was on the end of a like a bright sort of blue turquoise sort of um, boom or a little crane sort of thing, and it just totally ruined the the whole thing. You know, I didn't want to include it, um, and I I actually you can see it in the other, another shot that I've uploaded where that just before they start to run. Um, but I think it ruins the whole sort of thing uh, with the nice reds and um, everything there. So I I didn't use the images where they're actually running off uh, just because you can see too much of this boom. Um, I was not quick enough to capture this either, but there was actually a couple of soldiers that were having like a friendly fight. Uh, it was difficult to tell at first, you know, they, they sort of, they got one guy down and they were kicking him and, and uh, but as they as they did, they were laughing and I'm, I was wondering if it was just the bully side. But then the guy that was being kicked jumped up and, and shouting ran after the others and they started screaming and running off. So they were having like a, a boisterous sort of moment and it, it was just it would have made a great shot. But I was um, they were in the shadows and I'd been shooting out in the light and you know this is one of the downsides of shooting in manual mode most of the time because you've got to be really quick to change things quickly enough to get stuff that happens instantaneously um but you know i'm I'm sharing this with you more just because i felt a very warm sort of camaraderie amongst these young men which i thought was nice this uh, this image um was shot with the same settings by the way as the last one 
Moving on to image number 1975, we can see that all of the soldiers, um, you know, they all have these jobs around the, the inside of the, or the outer side of the Forbidden City. And here we see two bringing back some trash from another part of the city. Again, they seemed really quite relaxed and happy, which was nice to see. For this, I opened up the aperture to f4 and changed the shutter speed to 1 200th of a second, still at ISO 200. I wanted to force the background a little out of focus for this, and I'm happy with the amount of bokeh that I ended up with here at f4. I actually cropped a little off the top of this um, this image, although um, I shot at 200mm, uh, there was a little bit too much at the top, and there were some people to the left as well that were a little more distracting than I liked, so I removed them. And I consciously left the, ra the lady in the red coat to the left to mirror the other lady in, the other, in another red coat uh, to the right there, either side of the soldiers. My favourite shot from the trip, without a doubt, is image number 1974. This is the expression of a soldier that's just told you not to take his photo, but with such a wonderful expression and smile that you can't resist shooting it anyway. This, uh, this young man's superior also came over and I asked them if I could take the photos and you know, he also refused. Um, but, you know, both were laughing a lot um, as, as I was basically sort of giving them uh, a big pretty please sort of thing. Um, and I'm sure they didn't mind, actually. And, you know, I got the feeling that uh, it may be kind of against the rules, but, you know, there were a lot of people there photographing. Um, so, you know, probably not. Um, but, you know, their smiles were actually saying, go ahead. Um, so I did, and I, I shot this with the uh, the 135mm f2 lens, which I picked up last month. And that gave me a shutter speed of 1 250th of a second at f2, with, uh, again, ISO 200. I've actually cropped a little bit here too. Um, I had a little bit too much arm in, in the shot. Um, you know, I couldn't get any closer, and obviously it's a fixed focal length, a prime lens. Um, so rather than cutting off the top of his head, I actually cut off his hands. Um, but there was these like bands around the cuffs of the of the uniform, and they made the arms just look incredibly long, and really emphasised the fact that this young man's hand, this young man's um, hands, had been uh, had been cropped off. So I decided to crop a little bit more off the bottom, and just sort of. You know, a little bit tighter onto around the subject, uh, just to remove the fact that uh, the fact that I dropped the hands off, just took them away totally, uh, without making it look like a close miss. And you know, this way, I, I think I can just about get away with it. More than anything else, though, I just love that cheeky smirk with the slightly embarrassed look on his face. It's definitely uh, my favourite photo of the trip, and may well end up one of my favourites of the year. After this, uh, you know, we the, the sun was about on the horizon at this point. Uh, we just sort of made our way back to the car, had a chat with the people we were with as we walked. Uh, you know, it was a very nice day, beautiful, um, beautiful warm day uh, for November in Beijing. Um, the, you know, that we hear a lot about the smog, and to be honest, it, it was pretty nasty. There was uh, a blue sky some, at some points, uh, but even in the mountains, a lot of that haziness was smog as much as mountain sort of haze. Um, and, you know, towards the end of the afternoon, I'd, I was getting a little bit of a throat uh, just because of the, you know, once back in the city with all of the fumes and that. 
Um, but I've got to I've got to admit that it wasn't as bad as I thought. It's definitely um, you know if it was worse than that in the past, it's definitely getting better. Um, but you know I thought that you know, we had a we had a good time, uh, even though very rushed and not a very photography sort of day. I think I salvaged a reasonable amount and uh, and had a good time doing so. Uh, so you know thanks to the people that um, that took us around. Um, thanks to my boss for for not being so bad that we had to go back on the Saturday, you know, a day early. Um, we went off for some peaking duck at the uh, after this, uh, and you know that's funny because I, I don't I don't know if this is just because it's localized to Japan and and I'm definitely localized to Japan, but I actually felt that the peaking duck that you can get in the local cheap Chinese restaurant here in uh, in Tokyo is better than that that we had there, um, but. You know, I probably should not tell the people that uh, that took us. Uh, and again, we paid, so I guess I can say that. Uh, either way, um, great experience. Uh, I'd love to go back to China, and um, and I'm sure I'll get a chance to at some point. Let's wrap up for today, though. There, and uh, you know, and we'll we'll get into a, another topic next week. So, as I say, that's it from my very brief visit to China, um, even with an even briefer few hours for photography. Uh, hopefully, I'll get a chance to go back again and uh, do some more shooting. Hopefully, more at my own pace next time. I was going to be going to India in three weeks' time as well. Um, I was looking forward to taking the prints back to the people that, I, that allowed me to shoot them in the market the last time I was there. Um, but you know, following the shocking scenes that we've we've uh, seen and heard stories of in Mumbai um, today, I've actually cancelled the trip. You know, it's a, it's a great shame. I was not lo- not only looking forward to to seeing the people in the market, I was looking forward to seeing the people over there that I work with. So you know, it's a shame that all, all of this is happening. Um, and you know, I'm, I think I'm just going to let things calm down over there uh, before I visit that beautiful country again. Thanks very much for listening today, though, and uh, I'll be back next week with another episode of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Until then, you just have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye. photocastnetwork.com your photography resource in the potosphere photocastnetwork.com